Gutter Trash Space episode. My name is Jason. My name is Eric. <coughs> it's episode 178 for continuity sticklers. Oh yeah, we got numbers. Yeah. We got your numbers. This is the space episode. That's right. And I figured uh, you should intro it because this is pretty much, uh, this is all for you, buddy. Oh yeah? Yeah. Wow. This is your thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's our yeah. thing. It's our thing. It's our thing, but it's uh, mostly your thing. Oh. You're uh, you're the star. I am. You're when uh, when we go to space, <laughs> there is one person who is the main attraction. <laughs> I'm I am just the shitty opening act that nobody wants to see, oh. but everybody tolerates. So you're like you're like the local band, and I'm the winger. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I play all my hits like Seventeen and Madeline and uh, you know, Date Rape Two Thousand or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then I do my cover of uh, Born in the USA. Oh, I love your cover. Of yeah. That. And uh, of course, I'm going to do Freebird. Right. Yeah. A- acapella Freebird. Yeah. yeah. You and you and Brian John Mitchell doing the acapella Freebird. <laughs> he loves the acapella. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, that's that. I find that bizarre a little bit, actually. What's that? Uh, well, because he's uh, he has done in the past uh, like like remix albums mm-hmm. uh, for so people can like you know take his uh, music and like he gives them all like the the, the varying pieces of it you know to, to put together in any way that one so chooses. Uh, so uh, you know he thinks I would think that if he has all this acapella music, he should uh, make that available for free oh, for wow. people to uh, make their own versions of that. That's a good idea. Yeah, like the Beastie Boys or MC Chris does. <clears throat> what do they do? They give away their, their songs oh. online, uh, but like just the vocals. Okay. So that uh, fans can make their own remixes. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. Do it, Brian John Mitchell. Do it. Not that I'll do it. Get no, into that. No. Uh, get into that uh, Beastie Boy MC Chris uh, Avenue. Oh, we can call him BJM MC. MC BJM. I like BJM MC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got that alliteration. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to touch that because I don't have any sort of musical file creating capabilities. Right. But others out there, man. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. No, no, do it up. Let's hear some crazy BJM remixes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's up? Um, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not reviewing anything here other than uh, our other weekend. Than our weekend, yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah, so prepare for tedium. Yeah. Well, well, most of you, I mean, you guys, anybody listening probably knows what space is. It's right, because they were all there with us. They were all there. <laughs> um, small Press Alternative Comedy Expo in Columbus. Yeah. This was the 13th year. Wow, unlucky. Yeah. It fits. Really? You think? I didn't get lucky. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. In yeah. numerous ways. Yeah. Uh, space. It was space. a good time. Yeah, good time. all kinds of crazy stuff happened. 
So was this the third year that it's been in the place it's been at? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, the, the Ramada. Yeah. On Sinclair. Sinclair Road. Mm-hmm. Just down the street from Alrosa Villa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where I saw the Misfits play. That's awesome. Or, as I like to call them, Jerry Only and the All-American Geriatric Punk All-Stars. That, that it wouldn't fit on the marquee, though. No, so they went out with so they just called the Misfits yeah. today. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I've never been to the Alrosa Villa. Um, my friend Steve, who lives in Columbus, loves loves that place. Really? I guess they have a lot of metal bands that play there. Yeah. Trapped was there the weekend we were. Trapped with a T. Trapped with a T. Yeah. And then it ends with a T as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to be trapped with a T. Nope. Mm. No, sir. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus Sea Bus. Yeah, pretty happening little uh, town in Ohio. You know. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't spend too much time there. Uh, mostly because I get lost frequently while I'm in that place. Really? Yeah. Did we? Did we this time? Uh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We got lost when there was construction. I think. Yeah. For a little bit. But also, when I was uh, out on my own for, for like five minutes, I also got lost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Breakfast, uh, <clears throat> you were doing some breakfast reconnaissance. Yes. <laughs> that was my main job this weekend, was <laughs> breakfast reconnaissance. Yeah. I mean, that would look good on a resume, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, who wouldn't hire someone to like, ooh, wow, that just sounds great. Yeah. I want them in my employ. <laughs> I I can get breakfast like a motherfucker. Yeah, That's can. all I'm saying. You are a <laughs> breakfast getting bastard. <laughs> uh yeah, it was a two day weekend. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, as all weekends are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh no, it was uh, Saturday and Sunday we we left uh we we started our journey on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the long trek up to Columbus. Uh, it shouldn't have been that long, but, uh, yeah, there was some construction. It did take a lot longer. It was also raining. Uh, that, uh, and I'm, uh, I, I drove since, since I have a, uh, a newer car than you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in all senses. Yeah. Uh, you've owned it like, uh, two weeks now? Uh, yeah. Just, uh, just yeah. under two weeks. Um, so yeah, so we drove up there. It was raining, and I, I uh, it was at night, and I am an old man, and I don't like driving at night and in the rain. Uh, so it was a very perilous trek, and I was very stressed out. I at least, uh, you know, at least we had, uh, what, we had a good tunes? Do we have good tunes? We did not have any tunes. We just talked. We just talked, yeah. Well. yeah. And then, uh, and now here we are three days later, and I'm pretty sure I don't ever <laughs> want to see you again. Yeah. Yeah, all we've done is talk to each other for four days. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we have. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had fun though. Oh yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, Get to share a table with our buddy Pat. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, we uh, drove up there Friday night. Uh, spent. Uh, uh, I think we we figured out that we we like getting there the day before. That way, you know. Uh, because, I mean, we've, we've also done it the other way where we've gone up 
Early in the morning. On Early Saturday. in the morning on Saturday. Yeah. And that is bullshit. Yeah, that is horrible. <laughs> that is terrible things. Because, I mean, you're so excited the night before. At least I am. I'm really excited and it's like hard to fall asleep. And if we have to drive up there, we have to get up super early, and it's right. like <clears throat> it just throws me off. And could you imagine? Because because we got uh, like we, we followed the directions to this place, mm-hmm. and uh, of course you know you Google directions or look on the GPS, and they don't tell you that uh, half of the highway is just gone. Yeah, yeah, and that uh, you're going to have to take a detour through uh, the ghetto in order to uh, get back to the highway. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, imagine being seven o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, and having to deal with that. I'm not familiar with the state because right. Um, I talked to a guy who drove up from Kentucky, and uh, Ken Ken drove up from Kentucky, and he said uh they left at like five in the morning or something, and uh, so they came up Saturday. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah, can you imagine? He was that? not convinced. Me. Yeah, and he was a soup. I mean, like, cause I I saw his table at like one thirty <clears throat> on Saturday. Yeah, and they, him and his brother just looked like they were about to, like, crash. Right. They were so tired. And, that, yeah, that just... That's no kind of fun. So, I, yeah, going up Friday night, that's the way yeah. to go. Be extravagant. Spend that extra... Exactly. Extra few bucks on the motel. And, you know, like, you, you tried to convince me to stay at a shitty hotel this year. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh... You know, we're adults. We, we, can, we can afford to stay at a decent hotel uh, you know at least the one that uh, the convention is at right it's so convenient man just, it is just yeah. walk down the stairs and you're there right there mm-hmm. and uh you know you got a poop uh, you got a home base that's right yeah you don't have to like like oh shit i gotta get in my car and drive to my hotel and poop. right well i mean or but, you know. use god forbid use the public restroom at the convention see but that's one of my superpowers i actually did poop there and i i pooped in this like this stall and like, <clears throat> was it the one that had the uh, half of the wall smashed in? No, okay. the, uh, I don't know. Apparently, one of the stalls uh, somebody lost their temper and uh, it was like a, a big fist size hole uh, oh. right in the middle, or or at least somebody like slammed the door against the wall. Yeah, that could happen. Well, no, I used the because uh, when I went in there, there was like two other. Uh, you know, like many comics cartoonists poop in at the same time. Right. And there was a third stall that was the handicap stall. Yeah. So I went in there and uh it just has its own sink. <clears throat> I that's what I was gonna say. I couldn't believe it. It had its own sink in there and, and like I was thinking, I was like, how many people are like using that urinal and they see the handicapped person get out and just leave? Right. And not knowing that there's a sink in the handicapped stall. Right. And and like they just assume like all handicapped people are like just filthy awful. bastards right, yeah. because they never wash their hands, <laughs> or they never they never see them wash their hands, so they assume. But yeah, no, I got to poop right next to the guy who did the Cthulhu comic. I forget his name, but um, he had a bunch of like heavy metal looking tattoos, and his table was awesome. It had like see, some really sweet artwork. I don't want to poop next to anybody. <laughs> That's why I went back to the room. Yeah, yeah. Home base, gotta have a home base. So. Yeah, whatever works. Whatever works. I can poop anywhere, man. I can poop in an outhouse. <laughs> I probably could too, mm-hmm. as long as there wasn't someone sitting right next to me doing it. <laughs> but it's like there's camaraderie, you know. There's no you camaraderie. Know. Yeah. We're doing this together. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, we. Uh, Show you, uh, you, uh, 
you debutted uh, two new comics this year. Yeah, yeah. Veg Dog Saturn number Sace and uh, the special, the Veg Dog Saturn special, which you and many other people were involved in because you were in it. And uh, Brian well, was in it. Kurt was in it. Special. All my friends were in it. Or all not all, was. not all my friends. But. Really? You should do one with all your friends. Really? Like a giant size special. Yeah. Even uh, even all your friends who don't know how to draw. Yeah? yeah. Well, that's why, that's like why a, I did like this. Like a Joe G. Oh. Oh, oh man. That's that mean. was hurtful. That was mean. No. Joe G. Because uh, yeah, the astute listener may may recall uh, me making fun of his, uh, his comic uh, postscript. Oh, yeah. Uh, not so much for the content of it, but uh, there is a panel, which I will uh, never leave him alone about, that uh, the <laughs> caption is coming out of someone's crotch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, he drew a story, and then uh, the Veggie Dogs had him special. And, uh, like, it's a, it's a great story anyway. You, know, uh, you, you wrote it. Well, clearly, it's yeah. awesome, then. So, so it's much better than... <laughs> no. yeah. But uh, Joe's artwork is, like, Taken a, a dramatic leap forward. Yeah, like like I was not not that he was terrible in the first place, but right. you know, he's clearly just a guy starting out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, the the leaps and bounds above what he had been doing. Oh yeah, uh, was amazing, and I was just so proud to see that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there was like the one panel that I really really like because um, the the story involves like. A projection of a cartoon, you know, like right. a, an old school real to real projector. And there's a, you know, like I just wrote the words and kind of told him, you know, about the characters. And I, I didn't say, I, I wasn't like Alan Moore, like, draw this projector on the second third of the Providing panel. Providing your own thumbnails. Right. But uh, he drew this one panel that I really loved where the projector is like projecting uh, the words onto the next panel. I thought that was a really cool visual. Yeah. And that was all him, buddy. Way to go, Joe G. Yeah. Way to go, everybody. That that comic is awesome. Um, it is really good. It's yeah. totally worth the three dollars. So yeah. buy it, buy it for me. Uh, I, yeah, do it. I, I mean, yeah, it is really good. I really enjoyed, you know, a lot of it. Everybody, I mean, everybody that's listening is in it so. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I thought that just the variety of the stories were great. Uh, the the variety of art was awesome. Uh, the fact that your own art is also still in it, you know, is uh, you know a, a plus as well. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's not going to be a Veggie Dog Saturn story if uh, there's nothing drawn by you in it. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and of course, huh? I don't know. I, after seeing uh, after seeing that book, I I could totally I think let any of like four different people just take over the series because. <laughs> uh, it blew me away, some of it. Well, no offense to any of the other people who did contribute to it, mm. uh, but I would like to see Kurt Dins uh, continue <laughs> to draw that thing, book. Right. Uh, yeah, this was pretty good. Yeah. This was pretty awesome. Uh, I think art-wise, this was probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't pick a favorite. It would just be... I mean, it would be too hard. But I think you could pick a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could totally, I mean, clearly, totally pick a favorite. Clearly, yours was the best. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, a second favorite as far as the word I was trying to find. <laughs> no, yeah, it was all, it was so awesome. Um, uh, we sold some of those. Yeah. We sold some of those. So yeah, they're out there. 
people have them. So if yeah. you contributed, you know, know that your work is being seen. Yeah. And it's the uh, first time, I think, in a comic that uh, all of the members of OK Paddock have uh, participated. Yeah. Yep. Uh, even even uh, current and former. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We got Pat in there, too. Patty Kane. Man, it was good to see some Pat. It was good to see some Pat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he shared the table with us on Saturday, anyway. He had to work Sunday. He had to work Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just fun hanging out with him for a while. Uh, of course, it's fun hanging out with uh, Brian John Mitchell, who was uh, sitting next to us yeah. with his new uh, Rasputin beard. Yeah. And uh, penchant for wearing a hoodie at all times to further uh, be uh, wizard-like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. His beard is a little wizard-like. Yeah. Huh. He's got that hood. Wow. Did he have a wand? He may have had a wand. I mean, his, he had that little stapler. That's kind of like a wand. Because it's magic. It, it was it, magical. It fixes books that, he, you know. <laughs> it fixes books that were never meant to be stapled, even. <laughs> yeah, that was a big point of contention. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Pat Pat contributed to a, an anthology called Rub the Blood. Yep. Um, which is an awesome-looking, oversized, you know, like it's super tall at least. Anthology. I think it's uh, tabloid size. You can yeah. it anyway. <laughs> and, and it's it's like a tribute to Liefeld and all those all those super muscular, gritty, yeah. crazy action. Early image, early nineties, uh, even some early nineties Marvel as well. Right. Uh, but yeah, like yeah, the the extreme comics, overly muscular, yeah. gun gunny kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Pat contributed, so he had copies for sale, and for some reason. Whoever published that did not staple that book together. Nope. Which is weird. It's very weird. Now, do you think? Because it's a big comic. Uh, the the like like folded like a regular book, like a regular comic. Uh, it is like eleven by seventeen. All right. So open, you know, it's you know twenty two by seventeen. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh. So do you think that uh, they they printed this thing and they just uh, didn't have the proper stapling equipment? I I honestly I think it's just an aesthetic choice. I mean I've seen um, I know I know a few people who were involved with like uh, you know like some of the artsy comics in Rhode Island. Like my cousin Casey contributed to some of that stuff, and it seems like just an aesthetic choice where you know it's something that you can easily like pull apart and make into posters and hang up and whatever because it's i mean they're very like a lot of those artists are very like uh like into exhibiting art so like they like hanging stuff and like my cousin casey's house was just plastered every wall with like artwork and i i mean that's my take on it is they really just wanted to like have it be something you could pull apart and like hang up or whatever but for me i want to keep it all together i'm i'm a nerd i'm a collector nerd I, i don't like things falling apart, I like, right. like I don't mind if it has a bent corner or whatever, but I want I want it to all be contained. Right, and, you want to be able to flip through it easily without losing. Yeah, I don't half want of it. I don't want to lose floor. it. I'm not gonna hang any up. But I mean, if I bought two copies, I would tear one apart and hang it up. Right, but I would want to keep one intact because I'm just a nerd like that. Right. Uh. So yeah. So that that was uh, a big thing, and. Uh... <laughs> 
I bought a copy, and uh, I had uh, Brian John Mitchell staple it for me right in front of Pat. With his magic wand. With his magic wand. <laughs> uh, which uh, apparently infuriated Pat. Because <laughs> I ruined the integrity of the comic. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Somebody had to. Yeah. Well, who better? Who better than me, exactly. I haven't stapled mine yet just because I haven't looked through my books yet. Right. I got in, uh, like after, uh, we got back last night, I, you know, I drove home and, uh, walked my dog and drove right to Mavericks and did paperwork for a couple hours and I drove right back home, went to bed, got up and worked 10 hours today at Mavericks. So I basically haven't really sat down for more than half an hour anywhere other than at Mavericks since the show, so. Um, You're here now. I'm here now. So I'm, when I get home, I'm gonna staple that bitch. All right. Well, I get home, I'm gonna sleep. You're. Oh yeah. So you're. Oh, yeah. Home, yeah. I'm, uh. Yeah. I'm not. Uh. I'm. Uh. I'm only visiting the apartment today. I'm. Uh. I. I'm house sitting for my parents. So, so this is. Uh. For the week, not my home anymore. Uh, yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. But. uh what else uh, cool happened in space? Well, uh, I don't know because I, I have to say this was uh, definitely a year where I, I did not do much. I uh, deliberately played it low key. I didn't have anything that I was even trying to sell. Right. Uh, I just. Uh, you refused interviews. Yeah, I did. <laughs> photo opportunities. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no pictures, please. Uh, you had a, uh, we, we, we got two tables this year, uh, cause, cause in previous years it's, uh, you know, usually been you and me and, you know, I'll pay you for like half the table or whatever right. and paddle would kick in to, to be a part of it, but you only get like two chairs per table. Right. Uh, so usually we can sneak in a third one, but, uh, we also usually have like people coming over and hanging out. So, like your girlfriend comes with us sometimes or Joe or somebody like, shows up for a couple hours and hangs out. And it always means that somebody has to leave. Right. And, and no matter who is there, uh, at the table, three people is a little crowded for it a is, six yeah. foot table. Uh, and then plus like, you know, you have a lot of stuff. Uh, Pat generally has quite a bit of stuff as well. He's got like t-shirts and books and right. prints, prints and stuff and like stuff, that. Right. Yeah. And uh, Prince takes up a lot of room. Like he'll sit there and he'll. Well, he's got his. Uh, I think he has like four of those symbol uh, shaped guitars. Right. Yeah, and he always wants to have right. at least two on the table. And... and plus, you know, at least seven people in his entourage. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. The new, like the new power generation. Right. Or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> So Prince takes up a lot of room. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so we just thought that this year two tables would be best. Yeah, yeah. and Prince can kick in. He's a millionaire, right? Yeah, he can kick in the extra fifty bucks per yeah, second table. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the tables at Space are incredibly cheap compared to. I mean, they're like seriously like one eighth of the price of a same size table at SPX. I mean, they're fifty bucks as opposed to four hundred, and uh. That's insane. Yeah. That is, I would say, even bullshit. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm pretty sure Kurt, like, split a table with someone, you know. But that's still, and, like, and 200 he, bucks. And he, made, he said he made his money. Did yeah, he? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess if you know you can do that, then, you I know. think he made his money. 
If I'm wrong, correct me. Yeah, let us know. I'm pretty sure he said he made made his table money and then some. But still, I mean, that is an incredible risk. Oh, yeah. I mean, because you, you, you're not sure that you are going to make that money back. Right. And plus, you know, the travel, you know, then you got to find someplace to stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't always luck out and know somebody, you know, whatever right. the place is. But, yeah, I mean. Or that they'll, if you do, that they'll let you stay. <laughs> I, I know that show. Some people are real dicks is what I'm saying. <laughs> What I'm also saying is that uh, nobody ever asked me for a place to stay. Because <laughs> I will tell you no. Uh. <laughs> oh, you're talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the traffic at SPX is crazy, crazy busy. And people do go there to buy. And it has like a kind of a different feel where like at space you kind of feel like you're locked in a tractor beam when you walk anywhere near their table and you feel... Like desperation. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people. I mean, and and like maybe there's the same amount of that at SPX, but there's just so many people that at any one time there's never less than four people in front of your table, yeah. just because somebody's always walking by your table. Right. Um, so I mean, like you, you, I didn't feel that at all at SPX. Like not once. I didn't feel like somebody was like, please, please buy my book. Like, um, so I, I think that no. probably kind of assures you. Like more, you know, more money. Right. So when you were at SPX, uh, let me ask this, because this is the big thing that I think we've been talking about before at Space, mm-hmm. where it really feels like everybody who's like coming up to your table or talking to you is also somebody who also has a table there. Right. You know, is there a similar thing at SPX or mm-hmm. is it more like do people who aren't actually exhibiting coming to this thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I only saw a few people with, like, badges or, or, or whatever walking around at SPX. I mean, there was just tons of, like, just nerdy-looking, you know, 20-somethings right. shopping around. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I think a lot more people just go there to spend money than... Right. At space, I mean, I mean, it's, it is kind of, like, incestuous, I guess, where, like, yeah. everybody, like, gets up and walks around for a couple hours and spends 20 or $30 and... Right. And they go back to their table, and they hope the same people that they just spent money at comes, comes to their table. Because yeah. inevitably, if you if, if someone buys something from you at space, <clears> they're <throat> like, "Well, I'm over at table, you know, yeah. forty six. Make sure you come check me out." And then, right. like, they look at you like, you know, please. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever done that when I even when I had stuff for sale. Mm-hmm. Like if I've gone around and looked around, I've never said, "Well, you know, I'm over there," you know. We got stuff for sale. Right. I've never even traded. Yeah. I mean, like, if people come up to me and, like, I had stuff and they say, well, what do you want to trade? And, yeah. You know, right. I mean, as much as a dick as I am, you know, on this show, like, you know, face to face, I'd be like, okay. Uh, and I'll trade, but, like, I've never actually taken a pile of my books and, like, tried to yeah. get other people's books. I always felt weird. Doing that, like, I mean, I'll trade with people if they come to my table and ask, right, but, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I would, like, I don't, I don't even think it's, like, that I'm afraid that they'll turn me down, I just, I just don't want to be that guy, right. I guess, yeah. like, because it kind of puts people on the spot, like, you basically walk up to their table, hold up your comic, and you say, hey, are you a dick? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's basically what you're asking, because yeah. if you say, yeah, I can't trade, then they walk away going, that guy was a dick. Right. So, yeah, I've never wanted to do that. I mean, I figured, I don't know, you know, I 
Like I said, uh, you know, I'll totally trade with people if they come up to me mm-hmm. because yeah, I don't want them to think I'm a dick. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'm not going to take my book and trade it with others because, you know, it costs money to print those things. I want to try to sell as many as I can. There's a few people that I would walk up to their table. I mean, because, like, the last three years in a row, I think I've I've went over to Jeff Gibbons' table and bought everything new he has. Right. And then, like, three hours later, he walks over to my table and buys everything new I have. Right. And we've done that, like, well, the that's last a, also a mutual respect thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, if it's, like, somebody I've never seen there before. You know, right. Yeah. I mean, trading school, I mean, that is part of, like, the whole atmosphere of that show is, like, like you said, it's mostly other exhibitors buying comics. And right. It does feel like they, you know, most people there do really want to read other people's comics. Like, right. Like I could, I think there might be a couple of dudes that I've seen that just like park themselves there, and it feels like they just they're there to sell books, and that's it. You know, right. but most people there just love comics, and there's this atmosphere of you know bartering and swapping. Right. And I gotta say that because uh, because uh, there's a lot of this uh, sickening brotherly love thing going online about the whole space show. Oh yeah, and I. Kind of done with it. Brotherly love. Yeah. What do, mean, what do you mean? Like what? Just, you know, like, oh, it's space. Everybody loves comics and each other. And uh, I'm done with it. Why? What's Fuck wrong? Fuck everybody. What's wrong with loving each other? It's what we're striving for on planet Earth. Uh, it's unnatural. Uh... <laughs> so you don't want Star Trek. You want... Oh, well, Battle Star. Battle Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I want robots to take over the Earth yeah. and kill oh. all of us. You know, I bet robots can make some really good mini comics. They probably could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, like, I think last year we talked about, uh, like, you know, all the different types of comics that you can get right. in space. And I just, I think it's getting worse. Really? Yeah. I, I think, you know, it's just all. More of the same, like like just more and more of it. Really, and I mean, I just kind of glanced around, and it just all just seemed so unexciting. And wow, there was just nothing that caught me that that you know I didn't really you know know about in advance. Right, you know, huh? Uh, yeah, See, I, just, I I really thought like there was more stuff this year. Oh, there was like, more stuff. I mean, more stuff that excited me. I, like, I, I kind of did a quick count before I came over here. Um, I, it looks like I got, like, 30-ish comics yeah. this time around. And, uh, like, I don't think I got that many last time. Like, like I mean, these, and, I mean, there's maybe, like, one or two that I just kind of bought because the person was nice or, like, we traded or whatever. But for the most part, I mean, it was all stuff. I was like, yeah, this looks cool. Yeah. I'm excited to read it. I don't know. Maybe part of it is also, you know, I'm remembering back in, like the early days of space, like when, when you and I were just going there to hang out. Right. We, we weren't exhibiting. We right, right, around. yeah. And it was a much smaller thing and, and so fewer people, you know, that, that it really felt like there was more opportunities for everybody to sort of have their own moments, you know, mm-hmm. that you could really pick out, like, all the good stuff. I mean, you know, because the first one I ever went to, like, you know, Feral Dabrofel was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, teenagers from Mars guys, Paul Hornschmeyer, you know, like, uh, Durf, yeah. you know, uh, and then, uh, 
you know, it just felt like there was more room to breathe and then to figure out, you know, what was worth getting right. and what wasn't, you know. And then it just seems like anymore, like especially the past couple of years, like it just seems so crowded and there's like so many people just like pumping out like arts and crafts stuff and then oh, like, yeah. you know, the same cartoony superhero parodies and right. like you know, like the guy that sat next to us whose whole pitch was like it's a superhero, but he doesn't have superpowers. Yeah. yeah. You love Batman. That sounds like Batman. <laughs> I do love Batman. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, the guy selling me Batman is also not trying to convince me that it's the most original idea in the world either. <laughs> right, that's true. And he also doesn't hit me with a suitcase card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then just look at me and uh, sigh with disgust. That <laughs> uh, did kind of happen. I did watch that happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, what do you think? Maybe, like, when we used to go to space, it was more like... I mean, because, like, even me, who I fucking love many comics, that's one of my favorite things. Right. Like, even... You know, I I didn't have nearly as many, or had been exposed to nearly as many, many comics, because um, I'd never been... I'd been to like one show that I'd ever even seen many comics at before. So it seemed like everything we saw was kind of exciting and new and like, wow, wow, I've never seen anything like that. Right. And now after like, we've been like, I don't know, a half dozen times or probably eight times or 10 times. Right, yeah. And, uh, so we have seen even a lot of the same people or just, you know, a lot of the similar kind of, you know, similar books. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there are people there. Other than us, uh, year after year, I mean, like you know, at least, at least on my end, every year I go, like I have less and less stuff that I'm bringing with me, uh, right. just because I have just stopped caring. But like, uh, you know, at least when you come, you have like all your old stuff, but you also at least have something, one thing new, right? Uh, but there are a few people there uh, who. You know, they've been there year after year after year, and they just have the exact same things mm-hmm. that they have each time. Uh, so it's like almost that the point why why would you bother you know, trying? Uh, I yeah, I was thinking about that because uh, like if I hadn't, because we, I mean, we printed both of the the new books that we had right. like a you know like a week before space, and I was thinking about that like a month ago. I was like. Huh, I was like, what if something happens and these don't get printed up? I was like, I was like, would that suck? Or I mean, like, it would obviously be disappointing, but would it suck to just show up and like only have the exact same things I had last year? Um, yeah, it's weird because because you know I brought this up, but uh, I'm also sort of of the theory that I don't think it matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know I was just bitching about the you know, the ineffable scaps. <laughs> Uh, that's who I was thinking of exactly oh, okay. when I was saying this. Because I don't think he's had anything new in four years, five years. I, I think he had something new last year. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think he had a sequel. I mean, sequel to the same, okay, you know, right, same yeah. book. I mean, yeah, I don't care if you're writing the same book or whatever. Right. I mean, it just shows that you know, you've got you're sticking with what them. you're doing. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but to have the exact same books. Right, you know, the same right. issues. Right. Uh, but... I honestly don't think that 
you need to have something new every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I think you know if you are going to go every year, you know, you, I mean, it's cool that you have something new, but I don't think it's necessary. Every other year, you should have something new at least. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, my goals, my goals to have something new every year because because right. uh like like I'm I'm super motivated to draw, but I'm not that motivated to like published for some reason right like i i really like making stuff but like the uh you know like the business side and the production side like it like i'm not as excited about so like i'd love to make money doing it but right i'd rather just you know draw something else and throw it in a folder somewhere and right um so because you do have i mean you know uh, i do i was gonna talk about it but you know you do have a graphic novel that you've had completed (laughs) for like a year yeah that's just sitting in your sketchbook. Yeah. I, and, yeah. You know, me and maybe one other person have read it. No, just you. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I want to print it up eventually, but... But, like, you know, at the same time, you're, you're sort of like, well, I did it. It's done. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I, I, like I've honestly forgotten about it for, like, months at a time before I'm like, oh, yeah, I should print that up sometime. But, uh... I mean, it does motivate me, though. Space totally motivates me to yeah. to, to get something printed up because I well, want to Does it motivate you something. in a good way or a bad way? Well, no, I, I'd say it's good because it, it gets me excited. And, like, when I do have something to print up and show to people, like, I feel like this validation when someone buys it, you know. Right. And, like, you know, if I just, you know, threw it in a folder and never printed it up, right. you know, I would probably feel a little less encouraged because... You don't get any feedback that way unless right. you're, someone's over at your house looking through your folders. Because right. <laughs> I was talking with Pat, you know, over the weekend, and uh, like he'd said that he might not go next year. And, right. and I, I think I kind of convinced him to do, you know, but his whole thing was that, like, because he had a book out this year uh, that, like, he only did the cover for, uh, but, like, you know, he, he edited it and he put it together and then got it printed and everything like that. Soaked uh, moist. Soaked moist. Both of us have contributions. Yeah. Uh, if you want to <laughs> see what those are, you should buy a copy because neither of us will uh, print our that's right our, uh, our illustrations on uh, our website. And it's not solely in support of the purchase of the book. It's no, it's because we're kind of uh, I wouldn't say embarrassed. No, definitely I'm, not embarrassed. I'm really proud of. Oh, me too. Yours and mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's the same here. Nothing. Uh, nothing. I want to. Just put out there in the public. No, yeah. Because yeah. uh, the whole point of the book was to just have uh, absolutely nasty comics and illustrations. Yeah. And it's awesome. It, it's it really great. And it looks nice. And yeah, he did a great job. Really well done. Uh, he did a really good job. He, he was complaining that, you know, just it took a lot out of him. And like he spent so much time doing it. Right. And it just really didn't feel worth it to have something for space. And that, uh, so that's why he was thinking See, about not doing it. I wonder how much of that, though, is the anthology aspect, because, I mean, like, I've done at least three books now that had a lot of other artists involved. Right. And, like, to me, it is a little more taxing just to, like, because you're, you're with other people. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, you're, like, worried, you're like, oh, what if, you know, you know, what if uh, it's not right for some reason, or it's late, or, you know, right, whatever, right. whatever, I mean, because you're not in control of most of it. I right. mean, you're in control of, like, I mean, you're responsible for it, but you're not right. really in control of it. And that's, that. I think that is way more frustrating 
like than trying to put out something of your own. Like, right. Like, you know, I put up Veggie Dog Saturn Six, and it was, you know, the longest issue I've ever done, and that was a lot less frustrating, you know, getting that done than it was right. the uh, the, the special. Uh, well, that's, you know, definitely because all artists are unreliable dipshits <laughs> uh, who will uh, suck out your soul and ruin your life. Uh, and then you were dealing with, like, ten of us. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, because yeah. the, there was ten, ten people uh, that involved in that. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm saying that and pointing to myself as the biggest villain <laughs> of this piece <laughs> because I literally got mine done. The day before we put it together. <laughs> yeah. But I mean... And I had my script for a year and a half. Yeah, well, that, that was the thing, like... And it wasn't just you. I mean, like... No, it wasn't just me, but, like, you know... Like, I... You know, I I would have to imagine the fact that... Again, literally, the day before you were taking it to the printer, <laughs> yeah. I finished my story. <laughs> I and, and honestly, like, uh, I was... Not worried that anyone wouldn't like after Chris right. William turned his in at least. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't worried that anyone wouldn't turn it in, but there's just that that lack of control on my part. Right. Where, like like I, I'm just kind of sitting around waiting for it all to come through, and like right. like I could see how soaked moist was probably oh, yeah. pretty frustrating for him because you know he he is an artist and every and a writer and you know a creator and an animator and he likes doing his own thing and. Uh, to rely on, yeah, a dozen people or whatever. Right. It, you know, that is, I, I can tell you that is frustrating sometimes. So, you know, but uh, I think I did convince him that, you know, he doesn't necessarily need to have something new mm-hmm. uh, in order to do the show. But, you know, it also doesn't hurt. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I think if you're going to seriously do it, like, you know, multiple, multiple times, you know, yeah. <laughs> Once in a while, you should probably make something new. Right. Yeah. I know. I would be like, like there's, uh, there was like four guys who you know, I looked at the website at Space and was like, oh, I gotta make sure I visit, you know, these guys' tables. And I know if I would have went to any other tables and there was nothing new, I would have been disappointed. Right. Like I really would have been. Like I mean, it would have been cool to see them. Like, oh, that's cool. At least I got to say hi and you know, right. you know, what's up and, but. But, uh, because that's what I say. I say, what's a... Right, yeah. It's kind of uh, song uh, my catchphrase. You do. Yeah, it's right, my catchphrase. Yeah. Like, if there was a toy of me with a string, that would be one of uh, the things. That would be the first thing right. I'd say. Right. What's a... No, but, uh, I mean, it would be nice to see those people, but... Right. But it's like, it, you know, it seems like, it, to me, it would be really disappointing if right. they didn't have anything new. And all those people did have something new, so right. I, was, I was happy. And uh, you're the kind of guy that goes out and uh, forms relationships with these people. And uh, I'm the kind of guy that sits at the table and makes fun of them. <laughs> well, so I can't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. Oh, I feel like my glands are swollen. Yeah. My throat <clears throat> was very sore uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Probably because we spent four days talking. And we slept with the air conditioner on full yeah, blast. Yeah. With this. It wasn't on full blast. <laughs> it was still hot in the room. Yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think, at least not the first night. I was. I woke up a little chilly the first night. Yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Well, you didn't wake up at all Saturday night. No, <laughs> no I did not. <laughs> I could have burned to death. You could have. It's a good thing the air conditioner was on. <laughs> wow, you saved my life. 
Yeah, so uh, Saturday, Kevin went, and we had uh, had uh, all of Pat's hipster douchebag friends just fucking mooching off of the table. <laughs> uh, they spent more time at the table than you did. Uh, and it was irritating. Sorry, Pat. Your friends are irritating. I I mostly enjoyed every minute of it. Because you weren't there. Oh, that's probably why. Okay. Because every time you left the table, 17 people came in. <laughs> and uh, and uh, straw man's wife and poopy baby came in. Poopy? Oh, yeah. What did she smell she, bad? She was very well behaved yeah. for being uh, oh, yeah. a very small toddler. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, every once in a while, all the, I would just smell just rotten shit, rotten baby shit. Do you know it was the baby, though? It could have been a number of people. Could have been you, could have been Brian, could have been Pat. <laughs> or passersby. Could have been, uh, the guy across the, uh, the aisle who kept... Maliciously staring at you? Yeah. <laughs> trying to murder you with his gaze? <laughs> murder or seduce. Yeah. Didn't really figure it oh, out. Oh, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, like, I don't remember his name, and I wouldn't say it if I did, but... But, uh, yeah, I looked over at least twice, and he's just, like, staring. Yep. Like, boring a hole through the back of my head and into the wall. Yep. And I was <sighs> like, what the hell, man? Maybe he's mad because we didn't buy any of his books. Uh, I mean, yeah. He didn't come to our table. Nope. Um, uh, I saw his uh, drawing of uh, the Fish's Big Boy, and uh, that's pretty much all I needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, he would... Uh, Harass every single uh, lady customer that uh, would walk past him. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you gotten a chance to flip through my book yet? Uh, maybe he's, you know, maybe he's trying to pick up some chicks there. Hey, that's fine. Uh, but he's creepy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, and again, I'm uh, I'm an anti-people douchebag, so, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't want to be around people. <laughs> Especially don't want to be around people I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, how do you, that's how you get to know them. I don't want to know them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Saturday came and went. Uh, I didn't... Uh, yeah, I never left the table. Uh, than to run out for an errand or go to the room or go to the bathroom. Yeah, I think uh, I tried to go get something to eat at the bar, but the kitchen was closed. And there was some sort of weird Ponzi scheme going on oh, in the, in the uh, restaurant there. And bow ties? Uh, yeah, like there was like some weird seminar, and oh. I think it was a pyramid scheme. I'm not sure. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Saturday night, uh, we, uh, we, uh, well, Pat and all his friends and Brian, because I guess Brian stayed with Pat. Right, right. Uh, I guess they all went out and partied afterwards. And we're we're old. Yeah, we don't party. No, no we sir. do not. Brian's older than us. What the hell is his problem? Huh? Maybe he's uh, writing a comic about young oh, partiers. Could be. Yeah, he's just getting some, you know, some rich background <laughs> detail. Yeah, he's a touring musician. He's uh, that's his lifestyle. Right. He is. Uh, he is. Uh, he's Gene Simmons of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, lo-fi indie guitar rock. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no free rides. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Yeah, we we just. Uh, I mean, it it may have been me just convincing you, but uh, you know, I didn't feel like going out. And... I didn't either. Yeah. Wait, I mean, my friend Big Steve lives in Columbus, and right. I see him maybe once a year. So we invited him to hang out with us. And yeah. Had a couple beers in the hotel. And yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I, yeah. We just kind of decided if we were gonna drink, you know, let's just stay in. Right. And uh, yeah, well, we got some good pizza. Yeah. Uh, we watched uh, some funny shit. Yeah. And we watched some terrible, unfunny shit. Right. That's what happens when you turn on the TV. Yeah. Usually, that's what happens when the loiter squad is on. <laughs> oh God! I'm glad I know about that show now, so I can avoid it forever. Yeah. <laughs> Same with uh, check it out with Doctor Steve Rule. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Tim and Eric's. Oh yeah, yeah. As if. Yeah, that's what the world needed a spin off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you guys ran out and grabbed some beer at uh, some mythical Kroger that was uh, <laughs> somewhere. I don't know. Uh, you crossed the Rainbow Bridge into Asgard, and they had a Kroger at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can never find it again. Like, it's like the door in the wall. It's like, it was right there. Last time I went by. Huh. <laughs> Uh, and I had uh, brought a bottle of whiskey from home that I drank the entirety of by myself. That's a party. Yeah. See, you partied. And, uh... You're a one-man party. I am a one-man boring party. <laughs> uh, I didn't say a word, and I just sat in the chair and drank. And, uh... And then, yeah. Uh, Steve left, and uh, we we uh, we called it a night. It was like twelve, twelve thirty. We had to get up at eight thirty. Yeah, and uh, passed out. And uh, two thirty in the morning, I start hearing this noise. Uh, I don't know what it is. It uh, sounds like uh, some sort of like submarine alarm or something. Uh, like a kind of stirs me. I wake up. And I'm just like, oh, that was weird. And I try to go back to sleep. And then it happens again. And it keeps happening. Like, it'll shut off. And then it'll start again. And it gets to the point where I, I get up. And I look out, like, the, the peephole of the door. And uh, I can hear people, like, moving around. And I can see, like, the fire alarm is going off. And it's, like, flashing. And it's loud. And I... I leave the room and I walk out into the hall and I see people roaming around and I uh, start heading down towards the lobby to see what the hell's going on and uh, I get down towards that area and uh, people like start coming back from the lobby and like somebody's pulled the fire alarm and uh, bear in mind at this point I've been asleep for two hours and uh, I look. Like, I've been asleep for two hours, and I also look like I have drank an entire bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Which, and I've been suddenly awakened by a fire alarm. <laughs> That's a pretty, pretty mental image. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I stumble back to my room. Is hot mess, uh, is it a description? Uh, mostly just mess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one might say sweaty mess. Uh, sweaty? Because oh, yeah, okay. I got the boot sweats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, your sticky mess. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so I stumbled back to our room, and uh, like this couple is coming down the uh, the uh, fire escape. 
like they, we were right next to the staircase. Right. <laughs> so they come down the staircase and like they they see me walking back to the room. Anybody figure out what this is about? So like, yeah, somebody pulls the fire alarm. We're like, ah, figures. And then they leave the building. And I get back into the room and I close the door and I get back into my bed and fire alarm's still going off for like another 10, 15 minutes. You never once woke up. <laughs> never made a sound. Never heard me leave the room. No. Yeah, this was all news to me. Yeah, never like what's going on. I, I mean, I did, I did, I did wake up and I heard like you know something like some sort of noise, and I just thought I was like, oh, that's like somebody's alarm. They're getting up early or something, and I just went right back to sleep. <laughs> like I didn't know any of this other stuff happened, and I had no idea it was the fire alarm. <laughs> I uh, I even uh, got online real quick to. Uh, Post about it on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Never noticed. <laughs> no, not at all. I I'm, that's another one of my superpowers. I can sleep through anything. I like, I thought I could. I could sleep anywhere at any time. I thought I could. I had the, the booze to power a sleep yeah, like that. You would think, right? Ah, nope. Well, I'm just glad that I, that's a lesson learned because if I ever am like spending an, a, a night alone in a hotel or a motel, yeah. I'll probably tell the front desk to, uh, you know, like wake me up physically if there's a fire. Because, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Sunday was a little slower. Uh, well, well, Saturday morning, uh, you know, before the show started, I, I did my breakfast reconnaissance. Oh yes, as you yeah. as, 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 as your I job did, it's my job description. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then it was an adventure because because uh, the main road nearest the hotel, uh, it's not a great road. There's there's no way to turn left ever on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's not a one way. It's just yeah. fucked up and weird. It's just super busy uh they have left turn lanes but you have to wait until it gives you the arrow and then you can like make a u-turn if you need to right but it takes like 20 minutes for that to happen uh <laughs> so like i ran to mcdonald's to grab us some breakfast uh you know so that took like half an hour you know and uh the line was crazy, you know, through the drive-through. So, but I had to make a left turn into there, and then I had to stop at Speedway and to get some coffee and to put gas in the car, and then that was another left turn. Uh, but you couldn't make a left turn out of Speedway to head back to the hotel, so I had to make a right turn so that I could make a left turn. <laughs> uh, so it felt like I was gone for like an hour, right? And I finally got back. Well, on Sunday, well, Saturday night when we were uh, we were trying to find just something quick to eat, uh, I found uh, another McDonald's and another Speedway on a different road. And I was like, oh, if I go out Sunday morning, this is where I'm going to go. More convenient. More convenient. Right. Uh, I knew I could get in and out pretty quickly. Uh, so Sunday, I go to the McDonald's. Uh, you wanted two... Bacon or two uh, egg and cheese biscuit sandwiches. 
and uh, having a having a, over a liter of whiskey in my belly, I decided that uh, I didn't really feel like having meat. Right. So I just wanted uh, two egg and cheese bagel sandwiches, and uh, so I ordered those. And uh, this is a McDonald's that has uh, the two uh, drive-through lanes. Oh, I hate that. Uh, it's annoying as shit. And uh, I told my friend about this uh, today. He was like, yeah, I don't understand how they work. And I'm going to tell you, they don't. Yeah. They don't work. Because <laughs> uh, I got up to, you know, to the pay window and there was still something in front of me. And I could tell that they were asking him what he ordered. And then he told them. And then they still got it wrong. And then he paid, finally. And then he pulled up to the window where they give you the food. And they gave him the wrong thing. And he had to give it back. And then they gave him another bag that apparently was what he ordered. <laughs> so I got up to the pay window. And lady at the, the cash register she's like you had the two egg and cheese biscuits and the two egg and cheese bagels she's like yes I pay I go up to the window to get the food and the guy there is like so you had the two sausage burritos <laughs> I said no what did you have Two egg and cheese biscuits, two egg and cheese bagels. Okay. So he closes the window, there's some shuffling going on, and then he opens the window and he hands me this gigantic fucking bag. And he puts it in my hands, and there's the plastic trays in it. And I look inside the bag, and I see the two egg and cheese biscuits, and I see two bagels, and I see two trays... With egg and cheese in them. <laughs> Just egg and cheese. Just egg and cheese. Yeah. And the bagels have nothing in them. Uh, because McDonald's doesn't serve a plain egg and cheese bagel sandwich. You have to build your own. Yeah. You have yeah. To build your own. <laughs> they sell a bacon egg and cheese bagel sandwich or a steak egg and cheese sandwich with bagel. But not just egg and cheese bagels. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, uh, just make it without the, you know, without the... Bed. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Pretty simple. Pretty fucking simple. And so I look at the guy, I'm like, why is this this way? He's like, oh. And he grabs a manager, and she's like, what's the problem? And I was like, well, the, I ordered a egg and cheese bagel sandwich, and they came separately. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I saw that. I wondered what that was about. <laughs> so, okay, well, that's the voice of reason. Yeah, kind of. And then I was like, well, yeah, so why weren't they put together then? I was like, well, we don't serve a plain <laughs> cheese sandwich. <laughs> I was like, okay. She's like, well, you give me the bag, I'll put them together for you and move it back to you. <laughs> Perhaps it was like, it's like a, some... You know how, like, you can buy all the parts of a bomb at a, right. at a yeah. hardware store, but you can't buy a bomb. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, she she did offer to build the bomb for me. <laughs> okay. She's like, you know, if you give it back to me, I'll, I'll put it together for you. If you just pull ahead, I'll, I'll bring it back out to you. I was like, no, I can I can do this myself. Right. It's just weird. <laughs> You're just alerting them to the issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, and then by the time I got back to the convention, it was cold anyway, and it was bullshit, and I barely ate one of them, and just, I was sick in the oh. whole process of having what? to make my own breakfast. Well, that's, that's just one of many reasons not to eat at McDonald's for breakfast, but yeah, honestly, like, I gotta say, mine was fucking tasty. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> Like, I'm not a fan, really, but uh, whenever I'm traveling, like, it is pretty easy to just, you know, go through a drive through McDonald's for breakfast, and it, it's usually nowhere near as good right. as as what I had over the weekend. That was that was actually really tasty. Yeah, I do my best to avoid McDonald's, but uh, I'm a fat guy. I can't. <laughs> and they have some beacon that just... Yeah. I don't know. But uh, also, you know, it was convenient and easy to get to both mornings. Yeah. For, for the most part. For the most part. Well, it was closer than anything else. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, then Sunday. Sunday was slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seemed like it. Yeah. Uh, I bought a bunch of books Sunday. But... I, the only books I bought, other than uh, Rub the Blood, uh, Pat's book. Um, yeah, the only books I bought were on Sunday. Uh, I bought... Uh, one that I'm not going to talk about because it's going to be a future good trash pick. Yeah. Uh, then the other one, uh, my friend Amanda, you know, she's always wanted me to look out for stuff whenever I get a, something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathleen actually had uh, bought a book that I thought, oh, that looks like something Amanda would really get into. So I, I, I tried to go buy those. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, well, it turns out that uh, it's actually they were, they were uh, a guy that I made fun of earlier in the show. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, you had gone away from the table, and it was when Joe was hanging out with us. Okay. Our pal Joe G came and uh, hang out with us for about an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I was just hanging with him at the table and talking, and this dude walks past, this white dude with a giant afro, and uh, he was like, walking really fast and he was just kind of like saying hey everybody as he walked past and uh like he left and i looked at joe's like oh i'm glad that lmfao made an appearance somebody out there is laughing yeah yeah (laughs) is it the lead singer of mars volta uh no uh lmfao is a band uh and i use the term loosely uh they are a uh they are a wannabe hip-hop act Okay. Uh, that uh, they, they've coined a, a term called party rock. And uh, pretty much like all their videos are just like them like spraying champagne on like half-naked chicks. And uh, just really annoying, like almost dubstepy, but not quite, uh, you wow. know, loud electronic music. Wow. With, uh, you know, lots of... Uh, Lots of the, uh, you know, auto tune, auto tune. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I don't know how how that look on your face <coughs> perfectly described auto tune, <laughs> but it did. Uh, I, well, it sounds like a recipe for a lot of financial success for that band. I mean, yeah, except that they were also millionaires before they started. The band. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I think one of them is like the grandson of like Quincy Jones or something like oh, that. Well, he's, he's sad. The other one was like an investment maker. <laughs> <laughs> but this dude kind of looked like them. You know, just an obnoxious white guy with a giant fro. 
And so, you know, Joe, Joe got the joke. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny to him. He was there. Joe. <laughs> right? Joe. I'm glad he was there instead of me. Yeah. Because sadly. <laughs> Dead silence. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. So when I did look around, though, and I found that book, it was called Black Rose. Uh, it was the LMFAO guy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll buy it. It was a six issue series. Yeah. I was like, uh, I'll, I'll buy the whole set. And, uh, they didn't have issue one. They had one copy that, uh, they just had on display on their table. And, uh, and I looked at it. I was like, well, you got it right there. And then I want to buy the whole set. I was like, yeah, we're, we're, we're not selling that one. Uh, not until the end of the day. I was like, oh, well, then never mind. And I walked away. <laughs> uh,. And then, like half an hour later, uh, uh, LMFAO uh, came back uh, to our table, and he was like, "You're the guy that wanted to buy the whole set, right?" And he thought he was going to fight you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, it's late enough in the day. We we can sell that issue number one if you're still interested." Yeah. I was like, "All right, cool. I'll, I'll go get them. It'd be like eighteen dollars. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you want me to sign them?" I don't care. <laughs> he signed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that was nice. Huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd think you'd maybe, you know, maybe bring a little extra number ones. Right. Uh, but, you know, I I mean, I understand. I think, uh, you know, like, like I lightened my dickish stance uh, when he came back and uh, actually brought me all the books. Right. And, and he was like, yeah, yeah, just... It's weird, uh, you know, never sold out of a book at a show before. I was like, well, you know, that's a good sign, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I flipped through those, too. It, it, it looks They good. look great. Yeah, the art's awesome. Yeah. It doesn't seem like anything I'd actually want to read. No, yeah, I mean, because when I went to his table, like, originally, I, I, I was just, like, making the rounds, and I went over there, and I was flipping through it because I thought the art looked cool. And he was like, he's like, it's kind of like... A cross between Lord of the Rings and Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at him and I was like, I don't like either one of those things. <laughs> I said, but this looks pretty cool. I was like, it looks like something my girlfriend would probably like. So I said, when she comes to the show, I'll, I'll make sure she comes and sees it. But I said, yeah. I said, I am not into either one of those things at all. <laughs> um, and yeah, she came, she came by and I pointed her to the table and she thought it looked cool. So yeah. we, we picked up the set. Yeah. And like I said, I saw Kathleen had them and I kind of, Flipped through it and uh, like, yeah, I think Amanda would like those. So, yeah. was it called Black Rose? Black Rose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Google it. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it's drawn amazingly well. Uh, the covers look nice. Production values look good. Uh, but yeah, it's like piratey fantasy sci-fi. He thing. did. He did like sort of like intrigue me slightly, even though he used the word fantasy to describe it. Because he right. said he's like it's a fantasy comic, but he's like there's no like elves and wizards in like your usual. He said it's it's fantasy in the sense that it's all like kind of made up beings and places right. and you know it's kind of just like weird aliens like right. it, to me it actually sounded more like Star Wars than, right. than the way he described it but um yeah I don't know I I just like to right. I like to flip through it again sometimes right. well you have every opportunity that yeah that's yeah. true yeah. Um, but uh, yeah so those are the only things I really bought and I just kind of did uh. I think I, I, I did two rounds around uh, the the room, you know, to see that nothing was interesting. To me. Did you Did you ever go and look at the original uh, art Nate Powell had hanging up? I saw it. Yeah, uh, yeah it's awesome. He's a 
Fantastic artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like because the only other time I've seen him do that was like I don't know, like three or four years ago when Dave Simpson. Sim- yeah, he had all those like uh, Jude and Haas. Yeah. yeah, and uh, like I I think that would be something awesome to do every year. Like right. have somebody with you know original art hanging up like. Like yeah. if they would have had Guy Davis original art last that year. That would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Been super two cool. years ago. But was that two years ago? Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, that is definitely a guy that should have been, you know, been featured there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dave Sims is a huge name, but, you know, Guy Davis is probably like two. Yeah, I think it's got like two extra letters in Guy Davis. Yeah. I just did the math. Yeah. <laughs> Nate Powell clearly bigger than either one of those names. Yeah. Bill, can you imagine if they had Bill Sinkovich there? Uh, I don't think that would that, fit. That's the biggest man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they couldn't do that. Yeah. They could not do that. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jock, not much of a star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four yeah. letters, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Bill Sinkovich, I mean, you know, Nate Powell had, like, four tables, you know, worth of space to have his art. Uh, Bill Sinkovich would need, like, an entire room. Oh, yeah. His name. The whole, the whole, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the entire section of uh, the room that I blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> uh we our table was like right in front of a, a switch panel of some sort and I leaned back and accidentally hit a button and it uh knocked the power out of the corner of the room we were in. <laughs> yeah, I and like I didn't notice that I mean I didn't notice that you actually bumped it, yeah. and like everybody kind of was looking around, like trying to figure out what happened. And yeah. you said something like, "Like, is this the light switch behind me?" Right. And uh, I, it looks exactly like our motion detector at Mavericks, like the right. keypad. Like it even says like Zone One and Zone Two, right. and didn't say like I didn't see any like you know off and on or like, right. like yeah. a light switch. Yeah, like a light switch should have. It just looked right. like little like zone buttons, yeah. like depicting you know. There's like 17 buttons on it, and there's like arrows. Right. And yeah, it says zone one, zone two. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking that, well, maybe I did accidentally hit that, and that knocked out the power. Uh, but I certainly don't want to press more buttons. And like the entire place right. turns yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> all the power goes out. And, yeah. But yeah, eventually a guy came over, and we were all just sitting in the dark. And, yeah. uh, I mean, it was like, it wasn't pitch black. It was like, yeah, yeah. it was like when you go to a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. It was like one of those restaurants where like it's dim, but yeah. you can still see each other. And, uh, he came over and reached right behind you and turned yeah. the lights on. He's like, if this happens again, just hit this hit button. This button yeah. uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And everybody looked at you like, you bastard. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I hate you all anyway. You fucking hipster pieces of shit. Okay, okay. Except for Ron John Mitchell. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was... Well, he wasn't really in the dark. Yeah. He didn't really... Yeah, he was still on the light side. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. wizardry. Yeah, I, he used his crystal ball <laughs> to foresee that and set himself in that perfect spot. So did you have a good show? I mean... Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I kind of looked over... I think I sold maybe like 15 books or so, and... I think I pretty much broke even with what I sold as far as like covering the table cost. Right. Um, that doesn't cover the printing cost. So, I mean, I, right. I, I didn't break even overall, but I had a really good time and I, I found a bunch of good books and like I, uh, I got to see, uh, I, I didn't mention Nate McDonough. I got to see him and talk to him and, um, convince him to, to do, to help me out with a project and, and I, I got some of my comics 
possibly being distributed by Spit and a Half, which that would be awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a good show. Like, like I got to talk to people and found some good books. Like, even if I didn't, even if I knew I was never, you know, even if I knew somehow, like if Brian John Mitchell let me look into his crystal ball and foresee that I would lose money every year, I would, I'd still go to that show and set up if I knew I would sell something, you know, just, just because it's fun. Um, but I mean, maybe, maybe every once in a while, like, especially if I don't have some new out, I might just like go there and walk around because that'd be almost just as much fun to me. Yeah. Um, almost. But yeah, yeah, good times. So I'd say on a scale of one to 10, I had a 10. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I'm glad, uh, glad you got to go. Glad Pat got to go. Glad <clears throat> everybody that showed up. That's it was cool to see him. Yeah, missed I missed some Kurt Dins. Uh, well, I always miss some Kurt Dins. I would love to see him. It'd be nice if he came back, Kurt. Mm-hmm. It really would. Maybe next year. Let's let's try it. Yeah. What do you say, Kurt? All right, he'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's settled then. <laughs> uh, I was glad I got to see uh, Brian John Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Uh, went out to dinner with him on Sunday. That was awesome. Yeah. Some fucking excellent Mexican food. Unbelievable, amazing Mexican food at a uh, casa something or other. Uh, casa horse, whatever the whatever. What's the Mexican word for? Uh, what's Spanish for horse? I don't know. Uh, caballo. Maybe that's what it was because there was horse all horse depicted all over the outside of yeah. it. Hey, let's make this clear. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> With no W. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. Yeah. Seriously. Like. Like. That was one of the best things I've ever eaten, ever. Yeah. Like, whatever it was I ordered. It was probably horse. It, probably, yeah. <laughs> a little well, verde horse. Well, God damn it, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, like, most Mexican restaurants, you know, you order, you know, before you order your food, they bring you the chips and the salsa. Yeah. This place does that, but they also bring you, like, beans and yeah. cheese. Yeah. Like, and all this. That's amazing. Uh, my, my thing came with uh, flour tortillas. And you could tell that they made the flour tortillas there. They didn't just open up a package. That's incredible. It was great. Uh, yeah, that was a that was the tastiest meal I had yeah. all weekend. And I love that pizza that we had. But that pizza was good too. But yeah, yeah the Mexican restaurant kicked its ass. Hell yeah, it did. It was definitely better than the uh, Valhalla Mexican restaurant that uh, we couldn't <laughs> find again. Uh, apparently, uh, Brigadoon had uh, already uh, changed course. <laughs> He'd been frozen by Loki. <laughs> Couldn't open the portal. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, it was good to see Joji. Mm-hmm. It was a bit sad that uh, we, we both had to go to Columbus to, to hang out for a while. <laughs> uh, same with uh, seeing Kathleen. Sad that we, we both had to go to Columbus to, mm-hmm. to hang out for, for an hour or so. Right. Uh, but uh, it's also partially my fault. I don't leave my house. <laughs> and so that uh, factors in. <clears throat> no, yeah, it was it was fun. But, you know, a, yeah, a couple years ago, I just realized that you know I don't, I know I'm not going to sell anything, so why bother? And then it's just sort of taking all the pressure out of going to things like this yeah. for me. And well, it's cool, just I sort of like you know, I just want to hang out with my friends. Right, it is fun. I mean, it's I know I know you you know a while ago said something you poo pooed the brotherly love version yeah, of space, yeah. but I mean it, to me that it really is like like. 
I mean, like you said, that that guy with that after he was walking around going, "Hey, everybody!" And there is like that awesome sense of camaraderie, and like everybody's there trying to peddle their little wares. And maybe it's just the cynic in me, but it just all seems fake. Really? Yeah. Oh, just man. a lot of those people just seem just real fake. Well, I'm sure there's a few, but I mean, like I really do get the sense that everybody's excited and like you know, they're buying each other's books, and I just I I seriously look forward to it. Eleven and a half months a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you have a good time. I'm glad that uh, it's something you look forward to. I'm glad that uh, it inspires you to, to continue to do more work because I think uh, everything you do is pretty great. Oh, And I uh, will always want to see more stuff. I always want to always look forward to seeing you working on things. Awesome. Thank you, sir. You're, you're a kind, kind man. I uh, feel the same way about me. My right. stuff's great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I think, I don't know, is there anything else pressing you want to talk about, about no, space? I think that pretty much sums up, uh, right. the good times we had. Because, uh, I, I desperately need to take a bathroom break and then, uh, I need to actually just leave. Just okay. Because it was getting kind of late. Yeah, it's my favorite time as well. So, uh, we're back on schedule, regular show. That's right. So, uh, what are we going to watch? I want to watch a movie. Yeah. Cynical so, Man the movie? So, oh, we missed it. Yeah, that's Twice. something we did miss. Well, of course, we also didn't realize that it was an actual full-length movie. Yeah, I thought it was like a half an hour, yeah. but apparently it's an hour and a half. Oh, well. Yeah. And eventually we'll watch it. Yeah. Maybe we'll pick up with the show soon. Maybe. But, uh, um, but yeah, no, I actually found out about this movie at Space. What? Um, but it's not comic-related. Okay. Um. I was talking to a guy about Prometheus, and we were talking about uh, Ridley Scott movies, and he's telling me about a movie that I'd never heard of. Blade Runner. <laughs> no. It's an, it's an old movie with uh, Harvey Keitel and one of the Caridians called The Duelists. I've heard of it. Here. I've never heard of it. I am, it's a Ridley Scott movie? It's a Ridley Scott movie. I did not know that. Yeah, so I want to see this movie. Sounds fine to me. Yeah. Duelists. The duelists. Let's do it. Yeah. Alrighty then. Alright. Well, yeah, thanks for going to space, buddy. Thanks for uh, letting me tag along. I hope everybody that's listening is there next year. Yeah. Alrighty then. Goodbye. Yes. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>